Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. There it is. That sound. When it comes on, you just feel inspired and uplifted. And listen, that's the magic of a bed. Listen to them pop, them beats. Listen to them. Well, Slamming beats. When we had the band in to record that intro for the After 9 Podcast, I thought, this someday is going to be like the do-do-do-do-do. All those audio signatures, this is going to be right up there with all the greats. And that's why we have it here on After 9. Welcome to it. We have a guest joining us on the After 9 podcast today. Dave Blizzard is here today. He's taking oh, I'm, I'm taking videos. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Fuck. And I'm like, why am I why am I here? Why am I hearing Scott talk while he's talking? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Maybe you put Sorry. your phone on mute or something. <laughs> it's my first day in radio. I apologize. <laughs> Showed up without headphones. He's got a fucking video going. Yeah, it's a mess. But the best part is he's the boss, so he don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm, yeah, you can start this over whenever you want. We had a really good discussion this morning on our FM morning show on 91.5 The Beat, and it had to do with your partner being a bad influence. 68% of people think their partner has had a bad influence on them when it comes to their healthy eating habits. And even if it's only temporarily, let's say you're trying to be on a diet and that partner is not on a diet. Well, they're ordering up the pizza. They're uh, they're deep frying all sorts of shit. And you want to eat healthy, but I mean, it smells really fucking good, right? So I can see how that would happen. In fact, I think I have been negatively influenced in my relationship by my partner. I eat so much more pasta than I ever used to because of her. Well, it's not just pasta. It's all sorts of stuff. Is there anything to it, Dave? I think yes. I think there is, but I think it goes both ways. I think that you use your partner as an excuse to eat poorly. Thank you. Did I not say the same thing this morning? I was waiting to see what Dave thought. Kay. I think that this is the biggest crock. <laughs> you you no, control well, what goes in your fucking pie hole. And if on, you though. want... To eat healthy, you will. And yes, it includes willpower. And yes, it's tough. And yes, there are moments when you're like, God damn it, they're having a deep and delicious cake and I'm over here eating broccoli like an asshole. It goes both both ways, (laughs) though. You never know. I'm on my period. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) These calories don't count, you ass. These calories don't count. Yeah, I I honestly think it goes both ways, though. And we truly do use our partners as an excuse. Well, if they're eating poorly, then I should, too. Um, so that really goes back to your mindset and sort of why you think the way you do about food. And I'm not going to get into it now, although the last time we chatted, you guys wanted me to tell you about this new kind of uh, discovery of food that I've had. So we can get to that someday. We will. We definitely will. Think of it this way. Especially at the beginning of a relationship. Mm A lot of dating, a lot of going out, a lot of dining out. And, And that's just the way it works at the beginning of a relationship. Hey, let's go to... The keg. Hey, let's go to uh, Moxie's. Let's go to wherever. Or we're going out for an excursion. We'll stop and pick up something to eat on the way. And when you're eating out, 
You can't control the sodium. You can't control how that food is cooked. Me, when I cook at home, I don't use salt. I really don't use butter. Were you no, doing a no, continue, off continue, continue. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a point here. Yeah, okay. I, I am. But when you cook, cook at home, you have a lot of control over how the food is done. Yeah. When you go to a restaurant, you do not. And by pure default, being in that atmosphere and that setting, you are being negatively influenced indirectly by your partner. If you weren't with that partner, you'd probably just go home. Maybe you make a salad. Maybe you do whatever. But because you're eating out so much, that has an impact on your caloric intake, your sodium intake, your carbohydrate intake. I never, when I'm cooking at home, make an appetizer. Never once have I thought, I'm going to deep fry some fucking calamari here at home. I don't do that. Do you know that it's an option to get an appetizer or do you think that you're forced to get an appetizer? Oh, dessert's an option too. It's an option. Okay. And dessert, that's probably 50-50 when people are out on dates. Sometimes they get dessert. Sometimes they don't. But if you're going out before you have your appetizer, maybe you have that. Or before you have your entree, maybe you have that app. When I eat at home, I do not think that I'm going to put a big basket of rolls and bread on the table to go along with my meal. But they always bring it when you go to a restaurant. Norm MacDonald, who's a genius, has a great bit about this. And he talks about... Uh, we're the only people in the world that will eat a loaf of bread before our meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, why do we have dinner before we have dinner? He goes, I don't understand why we do it, but we do. It's, it's just become custom for us. So your suggestion, Kat, is that when the waitress comes over and says, great, your apps are going to be up soon or bring your entree out soon. Enjoy this basket of, of rolls and bread. Everybody just hands off and leave it there. I, yeah. What? Believe it or not, you can do that. Is it not socially like do you and I feel like people some people are embarrassed or something and they feel like it's socially unacceptable if everybody else is having a roll. Oh, I better grab a roll or everyone else is ordering dessert. It's stupid to me. Like just you choose. It's It's a choice. All of them are choices. Everything you're saying are choices. Choice, choice, choice. You're choosing those things. Don't blame it on anybody else or any restaurant that you chose to step foot in. It doesn't make any sense to me. What about if if I'm at home and I'm going to make wings? They're going on the grill. And I'm going to put a little sauce on them that I made that's going to be full of ingredients that I know. If I go to a restaurant, let's say I'm at St. Louis Bar and Grill, and I ask for a pound of wings there, they're going in the deep fryer. After they get breaded, they're going to get rolled in a ton of sauce, and they're going to put a dipping sauce on the side. And I don't need dipping sauce with my wings, but it's there. There's all kinds of things that are out of your control when you dine out a lot, and you dine out a lot when you're at the beginning of a new relationship. It's just the way it works. So two points on that. So beginning a relationship is where you're in decadence. You're in decadence with your love. You're, you're, you're newfound. You're feeling awesome. So when it comes to the food, that is an accompaniment to your happiness. And then as your relationship develops, it becomes the thing you go to for happiness if things aren't going great in the relationship after you get out of that honeymoon phase. So your food becomes a problem from the minute you sit down with that partner because it's, it's decadence right from the start. So all those sweets, all those extra things. And then, like you said, there's a dipping sauce there on the table. You don't have to use it. I know you don't have it's to use a dipping willpower. sauce. I know. I <laughs> bet you it's called willpower. And it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. But you have to go in with the mindset of, I don't need this. I don't need that. Tell the waitress, don't bring me extras. Don't bring me bread. I'm good. This is what I want. That's a good point. Tell them, no, thank Tell you. Them. I don't need the dipping sauce. Don't bring it out. And then you're not tempted with it because there's part of our, our culture. We, get in, we feel like we're insulting people when we don't finish everything that's in front of us. 
And that includes dipping sauces. And every so often you'll dip one in, even if you don't want the sauce, just to say you used it. <laughs> okay, listen, why did they start putting out dipping sauce for chicken wings? I don't understand that one at all. If you have wings, you can just eat wings. They're fucking delicious. If they're good wings? They're yeah, good you, wings. Shouldn't, you shouldn't need it. Why do I need a big fucking bowl of dill sauce on the side? Well, it's like no. people who can't eat pizza crust without dipping sauce now. I don't get that either. Hey, you know what? There was a long time there. When we just ate pizza and some people ate the crust, some people didn't eat the crust. Right. But then some asshole somewhere along the line thought, you know what? I'm going to get rich 50 cents at a time. I'm going to start throwing in some ranch. I'm going to start Never throwing in that. some. Never mind that. Let's shove some extra fucking cheese in there and some bacon and then dip it on top of yes. that. Uh, my grandmother, who was a goddamn saint, I will throw out. Um, <laughs> she was, I feel like an OG with the, um, the sauce or whatever on the crust. She would put margarine on it. Or butter Marjorie. at the end. So she would have like, uh, you know, the, the, the butter on the table and she would take it and put it on the pizza crust at the end. So huh. w- whatever's left of it. And I was always like, that is so strange. And then I thought about it. And I go, it's a breadstick. That's all it is. So why is this any different? Because you don't butter a breadstick. You butter bread. I don't want to say anything about grandma, but nonetheless, she's a lovely lady. She will whoop you three ways to Sunday <laughs> if you say a bad word about grandma. It's funny you mentioned that, cat about cheese. Pizza Hut just debuted a new pizza that has mozzarella squares baked into the crust. Each piece of pizza has two squares of breaded cheese sitting on top of the crust. The mozzarella poppers pizza is available now. They say it will only be available for a limited time or until every customer has a heart attack. (laughs) No kidding. Seriously. What are we doing here? I know. Seriously. Cheese on cheese. It's an option. (laughs) <laughs> it goes back to it's an option. Well, there. How tempted are you when you see those commercials? When you see the cheese on the pizza, you're like, okay, well now I have to try it. I feel like Scott, out of the three of us, would be the first one to say, well, I got to try it. Yeah, because because you're a foodie. I'm a total. That's foodie. you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just looking at it going, they better serve a side of lactate because someone's gonna have trouble with this. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, would you like a beer, wine? How about Metamucil? Yeah, I'll take a Pepto Bismol shot though. Yeah, please. <laughs> Boston Market, great restaurant in the States, by the way. I love that there's that you Americans have those chains. I wish we had a Boston Market here. Great spot. For Valentine's Day, they're trying to get attention for themselves by selling a bouquet of baby back ribs. And I thought, well, that's stupid. And then I saw it and I thought, that's beautiful. See what I mean? What did I just say? What did I just say about him? I thought, seriously, oh, this is fucking dumb. And then I looked at it and thought, that looks fucking delicious. It's gorgeous. That's, that's perfect for a guy, right? Especially as you, I'm not not to say that women, some women wouldn't want it too, but that's perfect. All you guys want is meat and sex, for the most part. Yeah, I and mean, I guess can't really argue with that. <laughs> Do you? Uh, are you a ribs girl? Are you a messy food person? Um, I don't. I, I don't like. It's not, they're not my first go to, but I I enjoy. Ba- they have to be back ribs though. None of that side rib garbage. Okay, so let me ask you then: How messy do you let yourself get when you're eating with your husband? Are you like at every bite? Oh, I'm gonna dab my mouth here. Gotta make sure there's no sauce on my face. Or do you just get like fucking Miss Piggy? Oh, <laughs> is there an in between there? Like, yeah, nom, nom, Am nom, I nom, allowed nom, to have nom, an in between? Uh, yeah, I like a I like a saucy rib, sure. Yeah, and I'll lick my fingers and stuff because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> do you at least do it seductively? Since all men care about is meat and sex, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a strange coincidence, but down in the U.S., a woman who had a warrant out for her arrest got pulled over and she's thinking, ah, crap. Okay, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to give him a fake name. Wouldn't you know the fake name she gave 
is for someone who also has a warrant outstanding. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Well done. What are the odds of that? <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, you roll the dice when you've got a warrant out for your arrest, which I'm pretty confident I do, by the way. Wh- whereabouts? New York State. What'd you do? Oh, okay. Well, first off. Side story? It all relates because I'm really hoping I don't get pulled over in New York State. Have you ever gotten a ticket in Buffalo? A speeding ticket? Never. Okay, so I did once. Maybe you, Dave, can help me out with this. I got a speeding ticket once. I was taking my son to a lacrosse event in Rochester. So I was just about to get on the I-90. That's a heat score right there. Cops all the time. This guy nails me, and I think I was doing like 75 in a 60 or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. He didn't give me an actual ticket. He gave me a summons. So I think in the mail at some point I was supposed to receive an invitation to come to court or I don't know, maybe they give you an option to just pay a fine there or you can go to court. I don't know how it works down there. Here in Ontario, they pull you over, they give you a ticket, you pay the ticket or you go to court and fight it. But here in this case, I didn't get a ticket. It was a summons and I never got anything in the mail. I also kind of forgot about it. This was like four years ago. Oh, I think you're fine. I think you're fine because it would be on them to send you something. I think they're going to put you into San Quentin. Maximum security. You're in trouble. In New York? <laughs> you're in in Donald Trump's America? As an immigrant? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they're going to build a wall around you. You're in trouble. Seriously, is, is there any Americans listening to this podcast that can help me out here? How does your system work when you get a ticket? Because I have a ticket. I definitely got pulled over. It doesn't have a date on it like you are summoned at this time or anything like that. It's just a... There was no fine amount on it. There was nothing. It just said it's a summons. You'll receive details in the mail. So I assume they were going to summons me to court. I just never actually got that. They teased you. They teased you with the summons. It could have been. Maybe the cop felt bad because I was Canadian and just like chucked it out the police car window and thought... it? Showed him a lesson. I don't know. Or they're just waiting for me to get pulled over again in America and... oh. There's an outstanding warrant for you. Bench warrant, because you didn't show up for court. It's going to be an episode of Live PD. Uh, Let's go now to Rochester, New York. Uh, Have a look at, uh, uh, it seems a man is very irate on the side of the road. Let's go and have a look at what's going on over there. Scott's flailing his arms. I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'd watch that. I got pulled over by a Disney cop once, so I think that might be worse than your story. Disney has cops? They have... uh, Rangers? I don't even know what to call them. Uh, and they're but it was, real, like yeah. they're real cops that kind of walk around. Yeah, it, no, oh. this was this was uh, like on the roads. So Disney property is gigantic in or in uh, in Florida, and it's actually bigger than the city of San Francisco. It, it could actually be its own city um, just for the, the size of it. So as you're driving in, trying to go into one of the parks, I was going too fast, and I didn't. I, <laughs> I knew, okay. Uh, and I get pulled over, and the officer came up, and he says, hey, you were going a little fast. And I, I, I'm I, always about being honest to the officer because I know that if I get caught, I'm just it's not worth it. But I decided for some reason I was going to fib. And I go, yeah, listen, I'm going to plead ignorance. I'm Canadian, and I just switched over from kilometers to miles on this rental car, and I didn't realize it. And he goes, you know, it's the exact opposite, right? He goes, you're going way faster if you thought that the miles were <laughs> He Columbus. called out your bullshit. Yeah. So he laughed. He just started laughing. He takes my, takes my ID and everything, and he just goes, you know what? I'm going to give you points for creativity. Have a great day. And you let me go. And I was like, oh, man, I almost got a speeding ticket from a Disney cop. Man, was he wearing Mickey ears? Because that would make it better. That would have been fantastic. Hi, you're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jail, scumbag! Get in the back of the car, fucker! (laughs) 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 Um, 
here in Ontario, they just announced, this is coming from the Ford government, that they're now considering licensed cannabis cafes and lounges and also special occasion permits for things like outdoor festivals and outdoor concerts. Are we in favor of this? Fine. Do it. Do you know yeah. how many, 90% of the people who are going to the outdoor concerts are high anyway. It's, it doesn't matter if it's legal or not. They might as well be making a buck off of it. Oh, people get high anyway. People get high at fucking they Disney World. Care. Nobody's yeah. getting stopped going into a festival. Nobody's going to no. Boots and Hearts carrying everything that they're carrying and not getting or getting pat down and be like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to leave this here. Everybody's in there with stuff. Yeah. I don't understand how they do it at like Budweiser stage. I mean, if you light a cigarette mm-hmm. at Budweiser stage, you're going to have about eight security guys tackle you and carry you out like hogtied. But there's people smoking a joint left, right and center everywhere. As soon as the lights go down before the the big main act comes on, you just see a cloud of pot fill mm-hmm. the air. You get lawn seats and it's not the only grass that's around you at all times. You're like, whoa, it's uh, it's spicy potent, up here. Potent stuff. <laughs> okay, what about the lounges and cafes, though? I mean, essentially, it's a bar, but 100%. they serve cannabis. Do it. But Do it. how do you get to these lounges? Don't you have to drive? A high lasts a long time, doesn't it? Same place you get to have, same way you get to a bar. Drive and hope there's no cops. <laughs> That's what most people do. It's a sound strategy for some. Is it weird to stupid. throw a disclaimer in the middle of a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that. We, like, we all know people it. do. Yeah, some some people do, and hopefully, like I mean, I, I don't know. I, I say go for it. Why not? I there's some places already. We just got to model whatever they're doing in the states that seems to be working. Because you know how you can go for a wine tour and stuff like that. You can go for the, the the old cannabis tour and learn some things and smoke some pot. And they do that. So I think stuff like that's great. How fucked up are you going to be by the end of that tour? When you go and check out all the different dispensaries and stuff like that. Do you take like a puff of each one? I would love to know how that works. You take like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. Because you would be fucked. Well, so I went to a an apothecary in San Francisco. And... Uh, because I was like, this is strange. I just want to see what this is. And there's a weed tender. There's a guy standing behind the bar and they've got, you know, pretty lights and it looks like a little bar. There's, a, you know, some couches and things like that. But they tell you, you can't smoke it in here. You can come in and we'll tell you about the strains. We'll tell you, you know, which ones are strong, which ones are not. Can you smell it? Oh, you, there's somebody smoking in there somewhere. <laughs> They're just not telling you until you're friendly enough with them right. to go, hey, you want to see the back room? Um, but yeah, can I just pat you down and make sure you're not a cop? Yeah, okay, right. cool. Very yeah. professional, though. You go in and you have to give your, your email address. They, they check to make sure your legal age, all that stuff. You, you go in and they legitimately present you with a menu. And they say, like, here are the options. Here are the things. And now if you are new to this, here are the things that you may need to know. So you're not going to end up high as a giraffe's ass walking down the street in San Francisco, not knowing where you're ending up. So it, it was it was pretty interesting. I, w- I was with a friend who is, um, I would say he's a little, little more um, uh, knowledgeable in that area. So he was like, oh, man, this is amazing. And he's kind of running it down. And I'm sort of deer in the headlights going, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. But he was uh, he was really impressed by how just sort of how much information they had. And again, straight up, just very, very businesslike. But but, uh, you know, here's what you would need if you want to do this. And if you like edibles, we can talk about this and that. And it was it was just like a bar, like a bartender who knows the bar rail and can tell you all the things behind him. Like it was, it yeah. was, it was that simple. How would this cafe work, though? Let's say we did open one up. Do I go there and and I buy it and I just 
smoke it right there or are they going to make me go outside and go 10 meters from the entrance well that's it right because humidors are they're not legal are they i don't think so so you can't actually go into a, a humidor and sit there and smoke a cigar because it's technically indoors i don't know if you need special licensing for that again i'm, I'm out of my element on that but if that's what they're going to create then that mm. seems like it would be the space for it and what about the edibles like you eat it there if that was the case i assume and then sit down, <laughs> eat a gummy bear's arm, and then you're good to go. And then three hours later, like, ah! That's the thing. It's like right then and there, you think, oh, this is fine. This is yeah. nothing. And then <laughs> you're high as balls later, yeah. like yeah. hallucinating and shit. Fuck, I just got pulled over by Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Maybe Disney doesn't have police. <laughs> I think you're both. Yeah, yeah I think happened. something happened. Yeah. I had one of those marshmallows, and I went, oh, whoa, here we go again. <laughs> Mickey just almost arrested me. Yeah. What? <laughs> Arrested by Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> University in Colorado is offering a cannabis-related degree program now. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. We have a serious fucking problem in this province in that marijuana is legal, but we can't seem to keep the supply up because I'm assuming there's not enough people growing it. So this is going to teach people not only how to grow marijuana, it's going to teach them how to run a business growing marijuana. Well, there's a lot to learn, actually. Like, it is quite the process. It's not like you can just, oh, here's my weed plant, let that grow, and then I'll have some weed. There's a lot to it, and a lot of different strands, and a lot of, like, CBD, THC. There's a lot to learn. Maybe the government should take the course, because apparently nobody realized it takes a while for a plant to grow. Do you think that this happened after Prohibition, when sommeliers were learning how to do this, and bartenders were, you know, years later getting smart serve and things like that. Do you think they had this conversation of like, how ludicrous is it to have somebody who's a professional in wine? Like, do you think that happened? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because here we are. It's just a different time. and We just got to get used to it. Is it old people or is it young people or is it just the fact that people are too conservative in Ontario? Where would the opposition to this shit come from? Well, I say the more the merrier. Let's move forward here, everybody. Let me tell you, I'm going to go back to grandma here for a second. So a few years ago, my grandmother went through uh, cancer and had a very big surgery and uh, was recovering. And one day she gets on the phone with me and my grandma likes to bring things up in a really weird way. So she would say, so um, what do you think about Justin Trudeau and uh, the liberals uh, legalizing marijuana? And I go, no, I don't smoke. I don't care. It doesn't really bother me. It doesn't affect me in any way. And she's like, oh, hmm. well, you know what? uh Sometimes gets used for pain management. And I went, uh-huh. So I'm, I'm still completely clued out to what she's talking about. She's just, yeah, you know, I'm, a lot of cancer patients will use it. And I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going, <laughs> kind of hits me at that point. I'm going, oh, whoa, where are we going with this conversation? And then she says, you know, I have, you know, like I keep a brownie in the freezer. <laughs> And I was like, what? I'm like, my grandma's like Cheech and Chong. What's going on here? So she tells me the story about how she put a brownie out one day uh, because she freezes it. I don't know if that's what you're supposed to do, but she puts it out. Because to- grandmas freeze everything. That's why. Well, that's true. true. Yeah, they yeah, put every- right. everything yeah. goes in the freezer. It's, it's right beside the tortillera. Yeah. Um, so she. And her purse. Yeah, right. So she goes, uh, she puts the brownie out for it, for it to defrost. She goes and takes a nap and wakes up. And my grandfather, 86 years old, he, uh, he saw a brownie on the counter. Uh-oh. Didn't know what it was. Oh, shit. So this brownie, you should have had about, I would say, an eighth of it. He ate the entire thing. <gasps> okay. So she woke up, oh, no. and the apartment door was open, <laughs> and he was gone. <laughs> so she went around and found him on one of the different floors of the apartment building, just walking around. He didn't know where he was. He couldn't find the apartment. So he was 
as high as you could be on this brownie. And I could only imagine what it was like for him to get hit with that. Because he eats the brownie, he's like, well, that's a very good brownie. It's a little stale. kind of tastes a bit odd. Uh, maybe it was in the freezer too long. Maybe a little freezer burnt. Whoa, I can smell colors. I can taste them. What's happening right now? So she basically brought him back, put him into bed, and he had a nine-hour nap. That's great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he woke up really late that evening going, wow, that was something else. So uh, label that stuff, people. It's important. It is very important. <laughs> the uh, death toll from the coronavirus is now at 108 with 42,638 people infected. You've heard that there's this cruise ship that's anchored off the coast of Yokohama, Japan. Mm-hmm. These people are literally on the cruise from hell. Yeah. <laughs> so they went out on January the 6th going for a three-week cruise. Beautiful. That's probably a once-in-a-lifetime thing to be able to do that it long a cruise. 75% off. I don't know why. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great deal. <laughs> Yeah, I got on it. They gave me a mask. It was strange. So now they're off the coast of Japan. A couple people got the coronavirus, so they decided, all right, everybody's staying on the ship. Two weeks, maximum quarantine. Stay in your rooms. We will bring you food, but you get one little time a day where you can go and do a walk around the deck just to get a little bit of exercise and sunshine. Other than that, you're confined to your room. Well, to the rescue, like a bunch of fucking heroes, really. One of the cam websites where you can like pay money and jerk off while they do shit on the camera. Yes. Is offering free services to the people on this ship because they're thinking they got to be getting pretty fucking sick of each other at this point in that room. So we'll put on a little cam show and spice things up. And this will be our contribution to humanity is we'll do free shows. For do, the they, people. do they get free Wi-Fi on the ship? Can we confirm that? They did unlock the Wi-Fi on the ship. Because I my data, fuckers. <laughs> You're not getting coin credits on here. <laughs> they, uh, there are 5,300 passengers and crew on board between two different cruise ships that are quarantined. 60 more people have tested positive for the deadly oh virus God. on the Diamond Princess cruise ship. So, with this in mind, President of Cam Soda, Darren Parker, says our sympathy goes out to those aboard the Diamond Princess and the World Dream. They're not only dealing with the fear of infection, which is terrifying... They're also dealing with boredom. We like cruises just as much as the next guy, but without activities or human interaction, the boredom must be crippling. In an effort to keep their minds off the coronavirus and to help with the boredom, we're offering passengers and crew the ability to have fun in a safe and controlled environment with camming. If passengers or crew send us a copy of their cruise ship ticket or employee credentials, we'll give them a thousand free tokens. Sessions can be sexual and sensual in nature, but they don't have to be. Just want to chat? Yeah. Hey. That's basically it. Hey, big boy. What are you doing? Oh, I'm so fucking bored. Now keep your clothes on. Let's just... Yeah. What's going on where you are? Can you just read me the news? <laughs> yeah. what's, what's it like? What's it like breathing fresh air? Can you tell me? Uh, and also, stay Don't away- describe your tits. I want to know about what the air feels like. Stay away from the mess hall, by the way. <laughs> She's trying to give him instructions. Make it real sexy. And he's thinking... No, no, no! Just shut the fuck up. I want you to open no. the window. That's what I'd like you to do. Pretty much. Have the Jays started spring training yet? <laughs> <laughs> What's Vladdy up to? Did he lose weight over in the off season? <laughs> <laughs> Details. <laughs> <laughs> Her 
my connection to the outside world. It's brutal. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. I've never done a cruise ship before. I thought you were going to say you've never done a cam show. No. I, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Pick which one. Yeah. I, I've never I've never done a cruise before. The, Me either. The idea of of a cruise, I, I don't love it, but people who do it swear by it. But I also know that you get off the boat every couple of days and and you port somewhere and then go and see the local spots. Mm-hmm. That's not happening for them because they're not allowed to leave the boat. No. I'd just be like, I'm so done with this. They can't even leave the room. Yeah. And, and here's why you invest in a higher class room when you go on a cruise. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I'm going to go on Royal Caribbean. I'll go on the Oasis of the Seas. And oh, OK, well, let's see here. It's a uh, fifteen hundred bucks for the suite with a balcony. But I just want to spend very little money. So for six hundred bucks, I can get an inside stateroom. Okay, well, if that ship happens to get an infection of coronavirus, you're stuck there in an inside stateroom with no windows at all. Mm-hmm. I feel let, like a prison Let alone cell. an opening window. Oh, It's true. It'd be like Awful. being in jail. A jail with great food and free Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> Terrific yeah. shows. Yeah. <laughs> but jail. Um, couples who spend less than six months, who have been together less than six months, Expected to spend $700 on Valentine's Day this year. Bankrate came out with this one. Uh, it's legit. When you're in a new relationship, you go over the top for Valentine's Day, right? No. We all No? No. No? no set this those... is your last single Valentine's <laughs> Day. You're getting married yeah. this summer. Set your expectation low with things like Valentine's Day right out of the gates. Really, really set the bar low, friends. Get the heart-shaped pizza and just say, this is going to be our tradition every year. And just stick with it. What? Just stick with it. Like the Boston pizza heart yeah, pizza? Yeah, I get like a, like a $20 pizza. And the fuck? Valentine's Day is totally <laughs> commercial and, and it's a made-up holiday. And you set that expectation very early. And then as you go on, say, God, hey, listen, we, we've been talking about this. This is what we do every year. This is our thing, boo. And you stick with it. <laughs> boo. Thing, boo. Yeah. <laughs> you just stick with it. You stick with it. And, and, and you just you set that expectation to that level. And you don't have to worry about going above and beyond every year. So yeah, you figure you like can it. get away with it earlier in the relationship. If you're like first Valentine's Day, let's go to Niagara Falls and get a thousand dollar room that is a fireplace and we'll do this and we'll do that. Then the next year it's like, OK, uh, heart shaped pizza. And she's like, how dare you? So s- start with the heart shaped pizza and, and go from there. I'm saying yeah. you got to start with smart spots. Pick your spots. It's true. It'll end up that way anyway. Like, I think my first the first Valentine's Day I had with my now husband long time ago like 15 years ago we went to the cn tower restaurant we stayed in toronto (laughs) we went to the revolving restaurant and everything else but it was funny because after the weekend was done poor uh, fucker went on the costume of fortune went to see the phantom of the opera that night and everything i told him though i was miss saigon's (laughs) boy so broke after the pentagious theater and then i I said you know i don't actually give a shit about valentine's day but if you do i'm cool with that because some people are like romantic they think whatever he was like, oh, thank God. So from then on, we've done zero. We do nothing for Valentine's Day. And I'm okay with that because we have our days that mean something to us. Valentine's Day, not one of them. Were you just trying to be a cool chick? Like trying to no, make him I interested? Because really guys love hearing shit like that, but you don't often get that. I mean, you're like a fucking unicorn. And no, uh, yeah, no, I seriously, I don't care about Valentine's Day. You shouldn't. Did you hit him up for something else at some other point? Like, ah, I don't care about Valentine's Day. It's fine. But you better fucking spoil yeah. me <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> Yeah, our day doesn't have to be the same day as everybody else's day. I mean, let's pick something special. Pick right? something separate. Make it unique or whatever. Ah. Two We've and been one doing stone. it the same way for years. Why do we have to buck tradition here just because you want to be different? Because it's a dumb tradition. 
It's a dumb tradition, and we should be smarter than just following it. It's dumb. Well, we do it at Christmas, and we do it at Halloween, and we do it at every other occasion. Why wouldn't we do it at Valentine's Day? Well, uh, there's a little bit of a difference between Valentine's Day and Christmas. It's uh, somebody's Jesus's yeah, fucking birthday. It's somebody's you birthday ass. on Christmas. <laughs> I feel bad for him that his birthday was on Christmas too. That's that sucks. When you have two two holidays in one, you get gypped for gifts. <laughs> uh. Well, I am going to be You're celebrating. a romantic You're going son of zoo. a bitch this year. Why? Scott's going to the zoo for a special dinner. I mean, dinner at the zoo. Dinner at the zoo? Dinner at the dinner. zoo. Yeah. yeah. Like They're a bag of learn. peanuts that you <laughs> share with <laughs> the <laughs> elephant? Like, no. Whatever died in the morning. Yeah. You get the, you get the, uh, the, the, the Fire feed. Fire up the grill. The feed that you get when you go into the, like, the petting zoo for the goats. Yeah. You're just going to nibble on that? <laughs> Yeah, they're actually catering in a dinner. It's very nutritious. It's for donors and people who want to purchase tickets and things like that. So you go and then they bring in all these animals and they show them off and like, hey, here's what a penguin looks like and here's how they reproduce. And it's called the diversity of love. So I'm going on Valentine's. It's like a your- cam show. Is- <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> they're going to live stream it, it for people on a cruise ship in That's Japan. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> is this your first Valentine's Day with your girlfriend? Uh, no, we've, no. we, uh, we didn't, I, I pulled that fucking Dave card last year on Valentine's day. See? Let's have a pizza. And now you did it all wrong. Cause now yeah. you've raised the bar 2021. You got to do something big too. Yeah, what the are you zoo's do? pretty cool, man. Thank you. I filled but- the grand Canyon with roses for you because I'm out of ideas. <laughs> it's too long. It's too much. What are you going to do next year? The pressure's move- already on. Yeah. I'm going to suggest that next year we're going to move to that once every five year cycle. <laughs> It's a leap. It's going to be a leap year Valentine's yeah, Day. You only celebrate Valentine's Day on leap years. That's a great idea. I, right? Let's do that. 2027, baby. You get ready. Let's start it's this. It's going to be fucking crazy. Just you wait to see what I've got in store for you, baby. Yeah. Big Plans things. are already underway. <laughs> Big things. It's going to be huge. Roses are $80 on Valentine's Day, but on June 9th, they're a lot cheaper. So that's going to be our day. June 9th. Just a random, random, random day. That's yeah. what I'm saying. 6920. <laughs> June 9th is 69. <laughs> oh, I, I get it now. I get it. Flip over. It's our day. <laughs> put your face here. I'm going to put my face there. I'm going to introduce you it's, to my dick. It's June 9th. I'm going to go say hello to your vagina. It's pretty romantic. It's pretty much the same as Valentine's Day, isn't it? Well, basically. <laughs> it's and, and it, co- <laughs> it costs you nothing. Oh, well, that's it. It yeah. just right. And two fourteen doesn't roll off the tongue as well no, as sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, happy sixty nine. Mm-hmm. We gotta do something on June the 9th now. That's Everybody great. comes into work the next day, their jaws sore. Like, fuck. <laughs> Mouth is dry. It's like oh. I didn't know that Scott had braces. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Broke his Invisalign? Is that a thing? What? <laughs> Why is everybody wearing a mouth guard? <laughs> Everyone's popping Tic Tac like crazy yeah. around here. What's happening? Yeah. By the way, if you need any of those things, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Yet another disclaimer in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> What's with the Tic Tacs? It was 6-9 yesterday. Uh, Happy 6-9. Thank you for downloading, everybody. Leave us a review. Click the subscribe button. All the things that we remind you to do every day that you haven't done yet. Just kidding. Well, maybe don't, today's the day. Don't review this podcast, this particular <laughs> episode. <laughs> don't do it. Dave uh, Blizzard, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Hey. Instagram, Twitter, how do people find you? At Dave Blizzard. Very easy. B-L-E-Z-A-R-D. Have a good one, everybody. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
for whatever reason, I thought there might be more, but no, that's how you spell my name. We end on, we end on 69. We should just end it there. We're done. We're good.